for March 14th. This is the Weekly Rundown. Today, down with the monarchy, Amazon unionization, giddy-up skiers, violence against women, and the book Losing the Signal. But first, we moved into a new house recently and immediately got into an argument with our younger siblings over who could claim the basement as their own. We won, hashtag older siblings, but our siblings definitely made their displeasure clear. Please let us know if we're displeasing you. Email us your complaints and suggestions at the weekly rundown at substack.com. Big idea. The queen is dead. Long live the republic. Well, maybe she's not dead just yet, but the British monarchy should be. Oprah's interview last Sunday is still in the headlines, and we'd like to take the opportunity to talk about how stupid monarchy is. It's past time for the UK and its commonwealth, shout out to our Canadian readers, to ditch their queen and establish a republic. First, consider how morally bankrupt the idea of hereditary leadership is. We don't care who your daddy is. You don't deserve to be the head of state unless your citizens select you in a fair way. Let's be clear, the Queen is only the head of the UK because her great-great-great-great-grandpa was the most vicious and powerful warlord of his day. Second, consider how reprehensible the specific institution of the British monarchy is. Don't forget that the Crown oversaw the rape and plunder of colonies and profited off of slavery for half a millennium. Finally, consider how damaging the monarchy currently is to the UK. To this day, it does not have a written constitution in part because no one is willing to answer the sticky question of what power the Queen actually has. Because she is unelected, she refuses to take political positions, even when something patently undemocratic occurs, like Boris Johnson's attempt to shut down Parliament in 2019. So yeah, that was kind of a rant. But it's always worth reminding people just how worthless monarchies are. The queen isn't just a powerless and maybe slightly racist old lady. She's the living embodiment of an unjust society which refuses to take a clear-eyed look at its history. Story to watch. Big Labor has its mojo back. The House passed the PRO Act this week the most significant pro-union legislation in years. That, combined with Joe and even a leading Senate Republican vocally supporting the unionization effort at an Alabama-Amazon warehouse, it's clear that the labor movement has had a great week. To put things in perspective, the percentage of Americans in labor unions has dropped from 30% of the workforce after World War II to just 10% today. Studies show unions lead to higher wages and safer workplaces, regardless of gender or race. Joe's video is the most pro-union statement a president has ever made. And with Amazon being the second largest private employer in the U.S., any unionization efforts there are a huge win. Looks like Daddy Bezos may be losing control. The PRO Act would repeal state anti-union laws, allow gig workers to unionize, and imposes penalties on union busting by businesses. It's unlikely to pass the Senate anytime soon, but 
it did gain some Republican support in the House. This week's image is Giddy Up Skiers. A boy skis in Colorado while his dad, riding a horse, pulls him forward, which apparently is a real sport. Finally, something to replace curling at the Olympics. To view the image, subscribe to our newsletter at theweeklyrundown.substack.com. This week's number, one-third of women worldwide face violence. A new WHO report finds that one-third of women worldwide experience physical violence from their partner or sexual violence from a non-partner, and that's likely an underestimate. This is the largest ever study on violence against women, capturing 18 years' worth of data. Younger women and women living in poorer countries bear the brunt of this violence. The WHO is calling for a global, comprehensive movement to empower women and prioritize their safety. What we're reading, Losing the Signal. A 288-page read recommended by reader M.M., this is a dramatic and fast-paced history of the rise and fall of BlackBerry. For our younger readers, think of an iPhone with a physical keyboard. Also, this newsletter is secretly transferring your youth to us. As reader M.M. writes in his review, the book contains extensive interviews with top BlackBerry leadership, and is a reflection of just how quickly trends can change in the tech industry. Reader Mailbag We got a number of complaints last week from readers MH and HA, among others, about referring to he who must not be named, and then immediately clarifying that we meant Donald. We hear you, and forevermore our newsletter will refer to him solely as you-know-who. No clarification necessary. And in case you missed it, Joe signed the latest stimulus bill into law on Thursday. Read last week's issue on who gets a stimulus check. Democracy in Hong Kong is dead, as China will only allow pro-communists to run for city legislature. Finally, a Chinese hack of Microsoft's email servers is affecting tens of thousands of companies. That's the Weekly Rundown, produced by Ahmed, Yunus, and Faisal. Email us your feedback and questions at theweeklyrundown at substack.com. Be sure to, t- to subscribe at theweeklyrundown.substack.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.